to the moon. This, this is what concerns. Hi, Jeff Kanata. Hi, Anthony Carboni. Hello, concerned citizens. Anthony, the moon. Yeah, to the moon. We got to get there. We, we got to get to that moon. We just said it. We got to do said it. To the moon. That is our one defining. If there's one thing about this year, 2020s, we know. It's we gotta get to the moon. Is this the is this the decade we finally do it? Is this the decade that mankind finally sets foot on the moon? And I'm not talking about that fake ass shit. Stanley Kubrick tried to warn us. It was all there in The Shining. Pay attention. Yeah. He tried to tell you this is some wag the dog shit. All right, and this is what's up. 2020, no the 2020s, to my the Pay 2020s. No to my is this the time about- we do it, baby? I'm not talking about walking on the moon. I'm talking about living on the moon. I'm talking about making a permanent home on the moon. Pass. Let's get there. Let's do it. Well, well we, not this, me, though. This, like, it doesn't have to be you, you and me, right? No, no, not us, but other people. Yeah, other people who want boring, shitty lives. Exactly. How are we going to do it? Excuse me. How are we going to get people there? How are we going to get people to have the boring life while we... uh we live it up here on abandoned earth. <laughs> well, I think, the t- I think the tough part, and this is tough, but it's integral to the strategy, I think, is to really make people realize that their lives are already shitty and boring. And a lot of people do not want to admit that. It's becoming more self-evident. <laughs> it's becoming more self-evident, but people are really like, they're like, you know, people are willing to admit most of us have boring, shitty lives. People are willing to admit like, yeah, the economy is terrible. And like, there's so many of us have to lead boring, shitty lives. But a lot of people want to be like, but, but not, but not mine, but not right. mine. But listen, I think we just did that. Most of that's us. What we just did. Yeah. I mean, listen, my life is boring and shitty. I just don't want to live on the moon because it's also trying to kill me. Yeah, that's the thing. But I think if we can convince the problem. people to admit that their lives are terrible and they might as well be up on the moon living a terrible life. Yes. Like, what's the difference? Like, hey, what's the difference? Would you what? just go to the would you just go to the moon real quick and lead a terrible life? Because we need yeah, somebody to just, be up on the moon. We need a lot of people up on the moon because there's too many people up in here, up in here. Yeah. But if we put a lot of people on the moon and they all jump at once, then the moon comes crashing down, Jeff. Well, we we explicitly prohibit jumping. Yeah, it's a shitty life up on the moon. You can't even jump. No (laughs) No trampolines. And let me tell you something. The first thing you want to do when you get to the moon is jump because you jump higher. That's right. It's the most fun thing to do on the moon is to jump. The best fucking part of the moon. So the two things we got to do to let people know, to get people to live on the moon. Number one, convince them their lives are boring and shitty. Number two, downplay the no jumping. Like we put that in right. the, don't tell them about that, no. but just, but we also, we don't allow any crisscross to be played up there because no. crisscross will make you. Yeah. None of, none of that. None of that. Jump. And it's like no. all of it's got to be in the fine print. Exactly. It's called the, it's called the crisscross clause. <laughs> That's right. And it was, and right. it was we, a very famous Christmas children's movie when I was a kid. <laughs> the crisscross clause. Yeah. And it was, yeah. it was a, it was a, it was a dad who was too busy to go to baseball games and he and and he looks exactly like Santa, but Santa is wanted for a murder that he didn't commit. And they got a one armed man. They got to switch places. 
Anyway, I I don't have time to get into it. It's on TNT like three times (laughs) at Christmas if you want to watch it. But this is the thing. We got to we got to be like, listen, your life is boring. Live a life on the moon. No jumping. No jumping. No jumping. People are like, what? Here's another thing. No, no, just live on the moon. No jumping. Yeah. Well, here's another reason that the jumping is bad. Anthony, Mm -hmm. And this is what our story is kind of getting to today. This is a story, by the way, posted on the Discord by our friend Cahoots, Jeff Engelstein. That's wow. right. Cahoots wow. up in here. Wow. Cahoots, Cahoots has who- a book coming out. Oh, he has a I, book coming let, out. Let me tell you something. I, I know that he has a book coming out. Because let me tell you something about your friend Cahoots. Your friend Cahoots messages me on Discord. He goes, Hey, I got a book coming out. Can I talk about it on the Discord? And I say, Who do you think I am? Jeff Kanata? Well, who do you think I am? What is this? What, who do you think I am? This quid pro quo. I, I grease your back. You, you palm, palm my hand. That's not what we do here. Maybe you and Jeff have a fun, have a fun thing going on where you mention cahoots and he sent in and, and then cahoots sends you a board game, but we don't have that deal. So let me tell you something. I said to him, I said, if you mention that book in my discord cahoots, I'll have you arrested. <laughs> Smart. I, that's why I refuse to mention his book, you, The Universe Explained with a Cookie. Yeah. Uh, uh, what explains a really complex science uh, concepts, uh, but very simply yeah. uh, using the metaphor of a delicious cookie. I heard that the... Uh, I would never mention that. I heard that the Carl Sagan uh, estate is going after him because of the apple pie universe thing. Yeah, I heard that they're well, going after him real hard. And you know what? I think it's about time that Cahoots went down. It's the grift. It's all the grift that you two have been doing. Yeah. Anyway, what did your what did your buddy have to say? Well, he sent us this interesting story about all the hard work that's being done to get people onto the moon. Now, we talked uh, a while back now about how there's uh, people are doing a lot of really interesting experiments with uh, building materials that can be used out of uh, moon dust, out of regolith. Mm-hmm. We talked about the companies here on Earth that are building uh, fake moon rocks and dust and dirt. We did not talk about, we did not talk about, I don't think how delicious the regolith is or how delicious it looks when it's coming out of the 3d printer. A lot of stuff looks really delicious when it's coming out of a 3d printer. (laughs) It really does. A lot of stuff like when it's coming out of a 3d printer, Jeff looks like, um, looks like a soft serve cone coming out of a, coming out of a soft serve machine. Yeah, it really does. And it like, looks like delicious candy. Oh, dude. It looks like, remember the dozers from Fraggle Rock? And they used to make deli- the, the, the very complicated uh, constructions. And then the Fraggles would come along and just eat them like rock candy. Yeah, like rock candy. That's what I always think of when I see something coming out of it. A- let me tell you something about, about ecosystems, Jeff. There was an episode where the, uh, where the Fraggles stopped eating the dozer creations. Yeah, because uh, there was a there was an environmental movement that said stop eating the dozer creations, and when they stopped eating the dozer creations, uh, the dozers uh, had no more room to build, and they were and they were made to build. And so, yeah. what I learned from that is keep drilling for oil. <laughs> what I learned from that is that people is that people and animals want you to destroy their habitats, <laughs> and that uh, and that building materials coming out of three D printers probably taste as good as they look. Probably. There's only one way to find out. I've tried and I burnt my tongue something awful. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we, in order to get us on the moon uh, as a colony, as a, as, a, as a group of folks that can actually use the moon as a living space, living space says, well, what we'll need to do 
is we'll need to build stuff there. And we've we talked about building materials. I'm sorry. Are but we not going to talk about the living spaces thing you just sang? Is that is that a song what? or did you make that up? Did you just feel like it was time to sing living spaces? That's the the jingle for the living spaces uh, corporation. The, uh, they're not sponsoring our show because we don't have sponsors, but I wish they would. And so I I sang it. What if. What is the living spaces? This is two commercials. Of living spaces? No, this is two commercials you've tried to sneak into my show. One for your fucking friend. <laughs> yeah. And one for uh and one for what is living spaces? They do uh home uh, home decor. They say it's a chain of home decor. You never heard of living spaces? You can keep asking me and I'm going to keep asking you what living spaces <laughs> is. Living spaces. Oh, now that you've sang it twice, I understand. <laughs> Let's just move yeah. on. Let's just move on. I'm a bit, of, uh, how much, are, how much money are you getting for this podcast? <laughs> I have to mention one real other quick thing. No, because I think, because listen, <laughs> how much money are you getting for this podcast? Because I think it's probably more than me. <laughs> what? No, but I got to say the delicious McDonald's coffee that I had this morning. Holy shit. <laughs> no, I don't drink coffee. Sitting nor on do a I eat it's, it's, you're sitting on a sitting on a gold mine, and I'm sitting on a minefield. <laughs> Speaking of gold mines, the moon, the moon. We, we got to drill it for delicious gold. Yes, it's all in there. Um, here's here's the problem, and it really this does come back to the jumping thing that we were talking about yeah. because uh, when you uh, move around on, I don't know if you've seen any uh, moon videos. Only the, they're, they're the Only the fake ass ones. Only the fucking fake ones. Because like, because of Kubrick and the government, I can see the wires, dude. Yeah. Why? Why yeah. is it? What do you? What's the flag got wires. wires for? Just well, that's to keep all of the components together. They need oh, wires. Oh, okay. In space, the components <laughs> need wires. All right. I just checked my flag. No wires. And I also just checked. I'm a real American that asks real questions, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's definitely who you are. I refer you to the videos where anytime you move around on the moon, it's kind of it's kicking up lots of dirt and gunk and dust and stuff so much. Uh, That's honestly, if if I can be completely honest for a moment. When I see that. It actually makes me not want to go to space. The thought yeah, of it, it's, it's dirty. It's so dirty. The thought of how horrible I feel after like a day on the sand in the beach or yeah. like or like on a muddy day when I have to like walk the dog and it's like muddy and I come back and like I've got mud on me and the dog's got yeah. mud on him. And it's like I think about that and then I look at the moon and I go every fucking day. It's like Burning Man all oh, the time. I Jeff, I see Every year, I love to queue up a, a YouTube playlist of all the fun Burning Man video, the beautifully shot Burning Man videos people have of all the surrealistic art they make in the desert. Yes. I, I just I think it's so beautiful. And then I just I, I, I remember I look at the people in the video and I go, they're literally just covered in dust, coughing dust, breathing dust. Yeah, they're just filthy all the time. Send the burners to the moon, dude. Oh, that's actually synergy. I like this plan. We can like send the burners to the moon. Here's the thing about they sending, would love it. They'll love it, but the problem is you can't tell them not to jump. They're they're counterculture. Mm, no, that's a good point. Every, but if you every, tell them it's disrespectful of the playa, they'll do it. <laughs> anyway, so there's uh, there's regolith. They call it regolith ejection. When uh, basically what happens is anytime 
we land there, we move around on there. Uh, it kicks up a lot of dirt and grime and dust. And this is actually very damaging to equipment. It's a major problem if we hope to build anything there. They say the, oh, lunar, yeah. the lunar Surveyor 3 spacecraft basically was completely uh, rendered inoperable due to sandblast damage. Oh, and they can't even find one and two because they just got covered in dirt. One and two are now buried. Yeah. Buried, completely buried. With, like, with their drivers. <laughs> Three was the first yeah. one we made that didn't need a driver because we were like, we keep sending people to the moon. Yeah. And they keep, and they keep just, just sinking into moon quicksand. <laughs> the moon is the, mostly quicksand. The thing that's scary, scariest about moon quicksand is the lack of uh, the lack of gravity means you go so much slower, so much slower, and there's no the tree branches. <laughs> that's right. The only thing that's that'll right. save you is a tree branch. We know that. <laughs> and there's no there's no tree branch to grab. That's right. That's why we've never uh, landed on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> so. This is a major problem for electronic equipment, machinery, anything, you know, even if we, we've solved the problem of creating building materials out of regolith on on uh, the moon. But we're going to have a, a problem building if all of our machines are just constantly covered in dust and living there will also be problematic. Sure. So what's the solution? What's don't, the solution? Don't, don't go. Don't go. No, dude. we no, have to. No, we must. No, don't go. Because I got a little bit of dust in my computer fan once and my computer yeah. sounded like a lawnmower for three days. I couldn't Not figure good. out why. It was just yes. a tiny bit of dust. Literally yesterday, my wife and I, my wife calls me into the kitchen and she says, Jeff, Jeff, she says, Jeff, she says, she just said Jeff over and over and over again. And I said, honey, are you tasting pennies? <laughs> she says, uh, listen to our, to the refrigerator and the refrigerator is like, I, Jeff, Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, he says, Jeff, <laughs> the refrigerator. <laughs> that's when I uh, knew my wife needed to be committed. Um, <laughs> no, she says, listen to the refrigerator and the refrigerator. I kid you not. Anthony was going like this. The refrigerator was like, I've, I've crossed oceans of time to be with you. <laughs> it was moaning. It was literally moaning. And so we, uh, we looked on uh, the old YouTube for solutions and it turned out, you know what the problem was, Anthony? What? It was dust. It was literally just dust. It's just dust, it was, dude. It's dust is a problem. It's just dust. That's all it is. You just had to brush out this intake manifold. And uh, don't use your fancy words with me. Here's what I here's what I know. (laughs) You get a little bit of dust on anything and it's just fucked. And worse, the worst kind of dust, lunar dust. Regolith, the dust that's named for a dark god. That's right. That's right. It makes you insane as well as getting into all of your bits. The regolith is the is the most clinging and destructive of all the dusts. None can yes. none can get rid of the regolith. There is no brushing away of the regolith. None of your vacuums or your or your or your brooms. You cannot just sweep away the dark one. This is why we must repurpose the regolith. If the regolith is our enemy, we must like uh, like 
the martial artists of old. We must take the uh, the uh, offense and turn it into defense. Or, I don't know, something like that. It's, like taking, it's a keto. You're talking about a keto. You're talking about yes. redirecting your opponent's energy. That's right. And our opponent in this case is dust. Jeff, So isn't well, the entire is, moon regolith? Yes. Yes. Jeff, are yes. we talking about shaving the moon down into nothing? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, here's what we're talking I don't about. Know Anthony, a lot about let me science, tell you. But here's I've hosted a science show for nigh on eight years now. But here's what I'll tell you. I have learned that we need the moon. I yeah. could not tell you why. I still not have I still have not learned that. But I know it's for that good we, jumps. For sick jumps. For sick jumps. So we cannot shave away the regolith, Jeffrey. No, here's what we do, Anthony. Here's the, here's the grand solution. Mm. Are you ready for this? Yes. We're going to pave the moon. Pave the moon to save the moon. That's what I say. We're going to pave the moon. Now, roads on the moon. Here's where I do one of my patented things where I, where I switch viewpoints immediately. What the absolute fucky fuck? <laughs> you can't pave the moon? Oh, but you can. We're figuring it out. You can't We're gonna pave, pave that moon. moon, dude? The entire moon? Not the entire moon, just the parts that we want to use. Oh, you know? oh, I've heard this grift before on a little planet called Earth. <laughs> and let me tell you how this ends. Badly. We're well, just going to pave. Oh, we're just going to pave the parts we need. We don't need much. We don't uh, need much. Oh, really? Because it's 100 fucking degrees in October right now. <laughs> you know what? It may end badly. But let me tell you how it begins. Okay. It, be it begins. <laughs> Wait, this is, uh, this is you and me getting in on the ground floor. This is you and me getting right. in on like, on like that good, those good, good times. Those, yes. those Don Draper picnic in the park, leave your garbage there times that we weren't there for. We're going to, it's great until it's not great. But yeah. while it's great, it's great. That's somebody else's problem, baby. Yes. Are those persons, our children, future generations? Yes. Do I know of them? Of course it is. No, they're hypothetical. Will they remember me fondly? Probably not because I, I fucked up everything. I hope they don't remember me at all. I hope no <laughs> one does. How about that? So here's, this is a, uh, this is an initiative uh, taken up by the European Space Agency, the ESA. Their project is called PAVER. P-A-V-E-R, PAVER. Not everything has to be a thing. <laughs> this you know? is a thing, though. <laughs> this thing is a thing. Not everything <laughs> has to be a thing. <laughs> they have conducted experiments here on uh, Earth, old terra firma, uh, and, and they have found a way to create roads using lunar regolith. What does the paper so stand for? You can't just do that and then not say what the paver I know, stands for. I really, it doesn't say it in this, and I was looking for it so it much. I really even want say it doesn't say it in their in their paper. I'm on their uh, their uh, uh, report that they put on Nature.com. Uh, this is from the ESA. It's it's the, the, the list of people contributors to this is very long, and none of them takes a minute 
to tell you what paver stands for, which is very frustrating. That's so fucked up. Yeah. This this is the problem with academic papers. Um Oh my god, I'm on it's okay, it's an agency and Holy shit, dude. Holy shit, I'm on the European Space Agency site <laughs> for paver. Yeah. And it doesn't say what paver means. Right? Yeah, that's very frustrating. And also it's Why in that old it's in that old ass Mac font. <laughs> It's in like Chicago. Is, it looks like an iPod. <laughs> this is like Shield, right? Everybody talks about Shield and Strategic in the Homeland, intelligence, intelligence, espionage, uh, leadership division. I don't know. That's what I want to say. Love ducks. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Fury love a duck. Nick Fury love a duck. So paver, what are they going to do? How are they going to do it? What, what is their process? Well, they figured out a way, Anthony, to take regolith and turn it into roads. I doubt How? it. They, they haven't even figured out what the letters of their fucking name stand for. <laughs> I doubt they figured sure anything the R, out. I bet the R at the end is roads. It's got to be, right? The R has got to be it's roads. It's got to be roads. <laughs> but here's the thing, Jeff, could be regolith. Oh, it could be regolith. Ah, yes, you're right. I don't know. Okay, so how do we do it? How do we take dirt and turn it into roads on the moon? Because the problem is, and we've talked about this before, the problem is you don't want to bring Earth road material to the moon. It's very energy inefficient. Yeah. The, the, the less we can transport from Earth to the moon, the better. We want to use, we want to build moon stuff with moon stuff. Yeah, and listen, my short-term memory is completely shot from uh, from a youth doing drugs and also uh, fighting trucks. But uh, if I remember correctly, our episode about the regolith, isn't it like if you spit in it or rub it with a potato or something, it's just <laughs> as good as like, it's just as good as anything Concrete. for building. Yeah. Well, but this is going to be a completely or different blood. process. Isn't so, yeah. it you give it a little bit of human blood? <laughs> <laughs> that does sound right. That does sound right. I don't know why. I mean, it sounds wrong, but it kind of sounds right. No, but it you sounds like it would work. Like you give it just a little bit of human blood and it like yeah. it rises up into a building almost instantaneously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A dark, dark building that yearns for more blood. Yeah. So we're going to um, we're going to go no, to the moon. This is different. We're not going to bring anything with us. We want to make roads on the on the moon. And here's how we're going to do <laughs> we're it. We're sending people we're, to the moon and we're sending them with a pocket knife and no equipment. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> they don't they get one spacesuit between the 10 of them. Figure it out. <laughs> no, it's even crazier than that. We're sending them, Anthony, with a lens. A lens, a Fresnel lens. This is the so they've divided this project into different you mean stages. A, you mean a Fresnel lens? Uh, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. A Fresnel lens. It focuses light into heat. That's right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. The Fresnel lens, which is uh, invented in the uh, 19th century to make better lighthouses. By, by uh, David Fresnel. That's right. Don't look that up. Don't look up anything we uh, say. If you look up anything <laughs> we say, you're a narc. <laughs> it's actually uh oh it was his two, actual it was name two is, french dudes yeah 
It was, it was, it was, it was, there was a guy named Fresnel. It was, it was yeah, Augustine, Augustine Jean Fresnel. Yeah. Augustine Jean Fresnel. Probably, probably Jean. Okay. Listen, man. I, I pronounced it Fresnel, Listen, man, so what are you, you got to pronounce stuff. I know. Fresnel. I don't like to, though. You can't do this. You can't do um, this, Jeff. I've done a poor job explaining listen if we're going to spread the disinformation about never having landed on the moon we have to sound like we know things so they've got themselves a fresnel lens yeah what are they going to do with it well they, we've figured out that we burn can literally ants. we're with the moon wait burn, burn ants burn dirt the moon is being bombarded by solar radiation okay we can take this fresnel lens Focus it onto the dirt and literally laser it into roads. Whoa. Okay. Laser it into roads. Okay. Now this I'm this I'm down with. Can I, can I, since we're trying to get our money's worth, can I also suggest this? I love this road laser. Yes. Since it's being bombarded with solar radiation and we have sensitive, sensitive and powerful Fresnel lenses, do we think there's any way to turn that solar radiation into superpowers for the people who go to the moon? That's a different phase of this project. Okay. Uh, we're, we haven't gotten there yet. First, first roads, then bathroom facilities, then superpowers. Yeah, you, they are not allowed to go to the bathroom until they build a road. That's right. That's right. You could go. To, you could have. You could have a bathroom break when you finish building a road with a laser. <laughs> and that's you called building character. That's what they're really you building. Hold your pee. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, so I, I actually I love this a lot. So they have a laser. They have a Fresnel lens. I would imagine the Fresnel lens is connected to some sort of um, vehicle or robotic head that, that makes precise motions so it can just drive along the moon and just leave a road in its wake. It's an amazing, what they've managed to do with such a small uh, amount of material, what, what they do is the, the laser spot diameter, they've dialed in that the, uh, the minimum diameter of the, of the laser spot can be only a hundred millimeters. And wow. they can create, you can create using just a hundred millimeter uh, spot laser, you can create these samples. Uh, they can take a lunar regolith and, and burn it and create these really interesting looking interlocking pieces that they turn into roads. They're, they're these like uh, trefoil. I don't know, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong too. Uh, trefoil, you know, that basically like a. I didn't, mean to, I didn't mean to put you all in your head about it. No, it's okay. I, I got to be better about that. I got to prepare better. <laughs> you know, a, a trefoil is like a, like a three-leaf clover. Yeah. That's how it looks. It's what, they, it's what they call, uh, it's what they call the, the shortbread cookies that the Girl Scouts make in different parts of the United States. They're called trefoils. Yes. And so that's they, all they, for signs they, this week. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> they, they make these. Um, yeah, there you go. They make these so they're so interlocking they're, shapes that look 
So they look like um, like little triangles, but kind of um, bulbous triangles. Yeah, right? the each side of the triangle is kind of curved inward, and then instead of yes. coming to a point, the triangle also comes to sort of like a rounded edge on all three sides. And that rounded edge fits into the curved um, line of the. It looks like an MC Escher pattern. Yeah, or or like a, a pattern, you, like a tile pattern you might find in a fancy hotel or something you know or when they do a really or when they do a really tight zoom into a marvel character's costume right yeah like nanobots are fit together kind of like this yeah 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 like in spider-man 2 if you get really you know you got that that sick the the, the sick ray tracing going on that's when you turn on the ray tracing yeah. Uh, anyway, so they'll fit. The, they literally create like these these you know these foil uh, interlocking pieces, and they can fit those together into uh, roads that prevent the dust distribution. And they they're talking about this being the first stage of getting to the moon of of uh, colonizing the moon. Yeah, Anthony's showing a uh, a video uh, representation of this, where they uh, they will first create they'll create landing pads out mm-hmm. of these trefoil pieces. They'll create uh, connecting roads from one section to another, and they'll pave the moon so that the dust doesn't get kicked up when we're doing other stuff. Wow! And they can build all kinds of stuff with this. Yeah. Wow. It's a pretty amazing thing. And again, all that it requires is stuff that's already on the moon, the regolith on the moon, the, the, the dirt and lunar dust, and a, a simple lens that can focus the solar energy that's already uh, plentiful on the moon. That's really amazing. And it really the, is amazing. When they show when they show this at the end, they show like all the different structures they can build out of it and it's it's not just roads, it's they're building they're building domes and they're building infrastructure and it's all kind of made out of these these trefoil patterns. That's yeah. that's really dope. Yeah. I man, can you imagine and I, and this feels stupid to say because obviously this was the first thing we found out as humanity, but hey, what if we had figured out that you could just use the natural shit that's around? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, not, we forgotten, did, but and not then... <laughs> forgotten about that. <laughs> yeah. 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 So basically it requires uh, very little transportation of anything from earth. Okay. It's very efficient in that way. And they basically, um, you know, they, all they have to transport is the sunlight concentrator, which is your lens. And, uh, and, and because the, um, the, the required power and the spot area are so small that it would, they say it would translate into a lens of approximately 2.37 square meters. Hey, that's not big at all. It's small. Well, okay. But as somebody who's used a 3d printer, how long is this going to take? You know what I mean? Go into how long it takes. You know what I mean? Uh, Like, have you ever tried to print something? Like, if your friend gets a 3D printer and you're like, oh, print something, let's make something. And he's like, all right, we'll pick something and then come back tomorrow and it'll be printed unless it screws up. And 
You know what I mean? Like I'm wondering yeah. how many trefoils I want a I want a calculation of trefoils per hour and hey, ESA, I want that in imperial trefoils per hour. <laughs> I don't want any metri- yeah. I don't want any of this metric trefoils per hour shit. My brain doesn't work that way, okay? I want it in yeah. gallons and I want it in miles. <laughs> TPH baby, trefoils per hour. That's what I want. I got the need the need the for need. trefoils, <laughs> but they say that the it, it gets a uh, the the samples end up with a really uh, 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 high thickness. Mm-hmm. They're very durable. Uh, you know, you can drive uh, lunar modules over it. They're not going to crack or break. Uh, they they and because they're this interlocking pattern, that they are able to you know uh, put them down over uh, uneven terrain, and, and they kind of have this on a give and. Um, it's it's a very uh, durable, effective, efficient building material. Um, are we going to fuck up the moon, though? Yes. Yes. We're going to pave that shit. We're going to have drag racing on the moon. Like, are we really good? Like, but are we really going to fuck up the moon, though? I mean, I know nothing lives on the moon. So, like, what are we well, going to fuck up? One of the up, things but- they talk about specifically is like, <laughs> it's very funny. This paper, they talk specifically about. The fact that paving large swaths of Earth has been real bad for Earth. Yeah, no but shit. But only because there's life here. Only, and they're like, hey, no life to mess up on the moon. I see no downside. Yeah, this, listen, nothing could possibly go wrong affecting the, the mass distribution on the moon. Yeah. What what is There's the no what delicate does the, ecosystem to mess up? No. What does the mass distribution, the weight distribution of the moon affect for anybody? Yeah. Nothing. Uh, try, Nothing. I dare I dare you. I dare you uh, to to figure out one thing <laughs> that the moon changes. Nothing. Yes. Uh, Come on. We're doing it. We're paving it. There's no nothing to mess up. Uh, get on board. Just get on board. Get on board. Listen, it's about time that man set foot on the moon. <laughs> I'm so tired of everybody saying man can't set foot on the moon. Yeah. Because we can. We just we just need to want it bad enough. Exactly. That was Kennedy's and problem. Kennedy didn't want yeah. it bad enough. He wanted to fake it because he was lazy. Yeah. You fake it till you make it is what I understand. Listen, baby, that's the Kennedy motto. But but what I'm going to tell you is it's time to stop faking that we went to the moon. And it's time to really do it. It's time to really go to the moon, Jeff. And as anyone will tell you here on Earth, the most beautiful parts of Earth are the roads. Yes. Right? Everybody knows that. There's nothing I love more here in Los Angeles, California, City of Angels, to then to open up my window and look outside at my beautiful view of 18 lanes of traffic. I like to just, I like to look down on the tra- upon the traffic like Belle in Beauty and the Beast and just cough out a bonjour as I breathe in all of the <laughs> fucking garbage yeah. that's going into my mm. lungs. And that garbage, it's called dreams and they come true here in LA. <laughs> all right. Exactly. And that, and that cough. It's the cough of success. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the here's the the roadmap uh, pun very much intended. So th- this technology 
will pave the way. Still punning. Oh, I love paver. They got they got for, jokes. Yeah. For the first phase of Luna, uh, Luna, lunar infrastructure, the first phase is called survivability. Survivability is phase one. Sure. We got to pave that shit. Yeah. Pave the moon so that we're not kicking up dust and causing problems. No, man can't survive anywhere that isn't paved. We know this. We yes. know that step one to nature and man's di- and man living in harmony with nature is paving. Yes. Step so two the, is a Luna st- bar is a Luna bar <laughs> sponsorship and yes. flagship store on the moon. Jeff was reading ahead. <laughs> Luna bar. So delicious. It, and it makes it. Wait a minute. <laughs> you motherfucker. I just wanted to toss that in. So, okay. So we, here we, are your, we pay here, here your steps. Yes. Here are your steps. Phase one survivability. Lunar, uh, lunar infrastructure based development. Yes. And then here are the, here are your phases of lunar exploration. Phase one, robotic lunar exploration. Mm-hmm. Phase two, survival. Yeah. Phase three, sustainability. Wait, wait, wait. Survivability is number one and then number two B. Uh, survivability is different than survival. Survivability means well, you can exist at all. Oh, okay. Survival. Survivability means, hey, we're just laying the groundwork to survive. And then step two is survive that shit. <laughs> step three, after robotic lunar exploration, is putting people there. Yeah. And we making gave them you live. everything you need to survive. Now do it. <laughs> we gave you roads, we robots. You, yeah. That's what else all do you need? need? Uh, mission control. I'm looking around. I'm not seeing food. No, 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 no. That's uh, that's the next phase, by the way. We paved Sustainability. It. Yeah. We Sustainability paved comes after survival. Drive to the 7-Eleven. <laughs> we gave you a road. <laughs> we gave you the road. So, yeah, ro- robotic lunar exploration, survival, <laughs> sustainability after survival. Can you live here? Yes. But there's garbage everywhere. Okay, well, we got to make this sustainable then. <laughs> now, <sighs> I love that you can you survive there? Yes. Can you sustainably survive there? No, I'm miserable and dying. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we, we, we're one of three steps that we wanted. We're a third of the way there. <laughs> the final phase, Anthony? Yeah. Operational phase. Can you do stuff for us? Yeah. All right. Can, can we you put you to work uh, on the moon? <laughs> can you live? Uh, yes. Ish. Can you sustain life? Uh, I'm getting there. All right. Can you fucking file the TPS reports? Yeah, please. You've been on the moon for three days now. Are you going to do anything? All you've been doing is like, all you've been doing is jumping and we've seen it and you know, you're not allowed. So much jumping. We know you're not allowed. Specifically crisscross that off of your contract. Um, Here's my thing about the exploration phase. Yeah. I feel like we've done that with the moon. I feel like, look, I mean, is there other, is there other moon stuff to see? I don't know. Like maybe like, I guess we got (laughs) to check. Like as long as we're up there, it's our job to check. But like, I don't know, man, I feel like we found what there is to find on the moon. (laughs) It's dust and that one flag with too many wires in it. (laughs) But look at all the fun things we've been able to figure out to do with the dust. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's cool. But like it do, by exploration phase, do they mean like explorational play? Do they mean like now build things out of trefoils? Because as far as exploring the moon, so, yeah. 
as far as exploring the moon, dude, it's rocks. You can kick as many rocks as you want up there, but like, there's just going to be more rocks. I am. I envision this, this, uh, 12 step program here as being, um, you know, we, we pave, we pave the parts and then there's like robots driving around happily not getting dust in their parts. Yeah. You know, figuring out other places to pave. Like what is the best place to pave? Oh, where do we want to set up camp? You know, right. like they're exploring. They're like, what's that? What's the best view? Yeah. Exploring cool- means exploring our options for paving. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Exploring means like, eh, where do we want to, where do we want to build this, this affordable community? Yes. Where's the sick landing pad going to be? Yeah. Where's the, where's the, where's the mall going to hang out? Well, you know? I, I'll tell you this as somebody who's played a lot of, um, city builder, base builder games, colony builder mm-hmm. games like this. Yeah. The, the toughest part really is the blank slate part. When you're looking around oh, yeah. the randomly generated terraformed, uh, landmass that you have and you're like, if I put the mayor's house here, what's that going to do later on? If I put the store, if I put the little community, the convenience store here, if this is where I set down Tom Nook's store, yeah. what's going to happen? Am I going to want to build a, am I going to want to build a house for a bunny rabbit there later? Right. Cause if I do, should I be building a sidewalk? What's going on? And, I, and the blank yeah. slate phase is really tough. Analysis paralysis. Exactly. Robots don't have that though. That's why you send oh. the robots and you just put in two, you put in the programming is 10 pave this shit 20, go to 10. You know what <laughs> exactly. I mean? Exactly. Exactly. You have one job and it's pave that shit. And then all of a sudden you look up in the sky one night and the moon is just a smooth, a smooth <laughs> orb covered with trefoils. It's just so, it's just all, it's just a road dot in the air, in the sky. It's simply a smooth disc. <laughs> oh, man. That's beautiful. It's and a beautiful it's, vision of the future. Think of how, think of how bright our nights will be when the moon is a smooth, reflective surface. <laughs> just, it's just like, you know how, uh, you know how, like in commercials, they'll water down the roads to make the make the make it look so cool. Yeah, you yeah. Know, the, the roads will be all reflective and awesome. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna get that'll rid be of, the moon all the time. Listen, every time you look up the moon, you see those garbage craters that do <laughs> nothing. What a waste of time! I want the moon <laughs> to be so to be, smooth. To be smooth. I want it to look like I want it to be like I'm looking at a Marvel character's shoulder. <laughs> I want it to just look like I want it to look like just like a Marvel character's shoulder. If you zoom in close enough, you see a tiny trefoils. That's right. I want it to look like a carbon fiber. Yes. A smooth moon. That's all I want. Can we get the moon to be smooth? (laughs) That's all I want. Send the robots to smooth the moon. And then like. I love this plan. This is a great plan. This is a great plan, actually. I love the idea of using lasers to smooth the moon. There you go. But like, what's okay. Paver is obviously like, look, it's in the name. Their whole job yeah. is figuring out how to pave. Like, they're like, <laughs> they're right. not like their thing is yeah. not like, 
their thing is not like, okay, well then what do we do with the moon? That's right. their, their job that's a is different hey, department. That's a totally different department. Different department. <laughs> but like, I got a question. <laughs> what do yeah. we do with the moon, man? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just up here paving it. Like, why do you we want to live there so bad? It seems like mm-hmm. it'll suck. Yeah, it's going to uh, suck. It's going to be a horrible life. Yeah. Uh, what? There's, no, there's nothing of worth up there. What do we, sure. if we drill into it too much, we... Or, or change the mass of it too much. We fuck with our oceans and our, and our tides and our entire environment. What do we, yeah. what, why do we want to be on the moon so bad? What are we going to do with the moon? Well, cause it'll allow us to get closer to other places. We don't want to be, you know, it's a, yeah, 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 we'll yeah, use yeah. it as a, as a launching point to get farther off into the, the orange hellscape. That yeah, is like, Mars. The, like the DMV is 15 minutes from the impound lot. Exactly. Exactly. Sure, you don't want to be here, but it's closer to other places you don't want to be. That are worse. That you want to be even less. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) How are you supposed to get to those horrible places if you're not going to stop off here in this horrible place first? So, I mean, I get this. So the idea here is uh, we build uh, infrastructure and then we eventually, I mean, but, but here's the thing. When we're talking about like relaunching relaunching spacecraft from the moon, right? That's what, that's what we want to do. We want to be able to launch spacecraft from the moon because it takes way less energy. It takes way less materials. But the thing is, the thing is, and I can't get around this, Jeff, and I, and I have to, I hate to be the one to drive this home. You still have to bring materials to the moon to build new things with. Which means we're still using, which means more inefficient launches to the moon than we're currently doing. It would mean way more moon launches. Mm. And we currently don't, we currently don't even have a rocket that works more than once. Sure, sure. But now the moon is paved. So, I mean, that's step one, baby. Yeah. You're jumping ahead to all the other problems. Once again... I don't know if you saw our name, which looks like an initialism, but stands for nothing. It, we're paver. Yeah, that's our job. Somebody gave the European Space Agency, sub, the, the, the European Union handed us a check and said, figure out how to pave the moon. We don't ask why. We, and we yeah. don't ask for what. That's right. We figured we did our part. We figured the way we figured it is that there are a bunch of other uh, space organizations, some of them very clandestine and cool, and they've got amazing technology that we don't even know about. Our job was just to figure out how to pave the road. Our idea, uh, we were doing this whole thing thinking that once every department reveals what they've been working on, we will see the grand plan. Is it literally just us figuring out how to pave the moon? It might be. It very well might be. But but we're not going to think about that. Okay. You know? Like, I'd like to think that it's part of a larger plan, though. Like, I come to work every day, and it's like, we got to pave the moon. It's like, all right, well, here's how we pave the moon. But, like, there's a reason, right? It's, it's, you know, we, we chunk it. You chunk it into doable chunks. The first thing, pave the moon. Right. Was it a good idea? That's a that's a tomorrow question. You know, (laughs) we're chunking it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't ask we're in your the middle plumber. Of a, we're in the middle of a sprint. That's right. You don't ask the plumber to fix your car. You know. No, Stay but, in your but, lane, but I'm also not. I'm also not bringing the car to the bathroom. Exactly. Are we bringing? So, the, is somebody bringing the car to the bathroom? <laughs> I've lost the thread of our metaphor. I don't even know what we're doing here, except for paving the moon. <laughs> we're paving <laughs> the moon, and if there's more moon left to be paved, our job isn't done. Our job isn't done until the moon is smooth. <laughs> if there's one child who stands on Earth and looks to the skies and sees one single remaining crater, then we are not done. If a child, if that child, I would hate to see the look on a child's face when they realize that they can't wear their sunglasses at night. Yeah, exactly. We want the moon to be, we want the moon to be so reflective. So, so smooth. So smooth and reflective that a child, that that a child goes out at night and squints and goes, mommy, (laughs) mommy, I can't even sleep. The moon is so smooth. Uh, the, the, we want the road disc in the sky to be constantly reflective. That's you know? right. Maybe this is... <gasps> it's, the, it's the blinds. It's the people who... It's the Venetians, the European Space Agency. It's the Venetians. It's Italy making the blinds. They're the ones that want the moon to be reflective. <laughs> this is the end game, it's, Jeff. It's, it's, you're saying it's, it's the big it's big blind it's that's big blinds. Uh, funding this? No wonder why we didn't see it coming. <laughs> you can't see it coming. It's just more blind to it. I think you're right. Damn. Damn. I knew there had to be a reason that we were trying to pave the moon before we've even landed on it. I mean, <laughs> I feel like we, we gave the people... Very few details here, but I still think they get it. There's a lot of uh, what cool science in this. Do they need? What do you think they don't get, dude? Well, eh, I don't they know. Don't the get. amount of energy it takes. I went over all that, right? We, it's you get solar how, how, energy, is, dude. It's the sun goes into the it's lens. The sun. It's amazing. It's I, we created. I think these, you, the, I think that you're underestimating are, our audience, dude. And the listen, trefo- they use the trefoil yeah. because the trefoil is the strongest shape. <laughs> It is. It's the strongest day. Is there 250 by 250 millimeter, 250 millimeter square size? Uh, not even that big. I don't even understand what that means. They, that like It's like I said to Paver, I want imperial units. <laughs> 250 millimeters. What is that? Seven miles? Get the fuck out of here. I don't know how big a trefoil is. <laughs> So you, you combine these two stories that we did over several months apart. Right. I don't remember uh, that other one. We, uh, we make roads out of the dirt and yeah. we make concrete out of the dirt and we just build shit out of the shit that's already there. I do like that science is figuring out how to do, how to play in a sandbox. That's exactly, that's a great metaphor. That's exactly what they're doing. Science yeah. just is, science is just like all the European space agency is just waiting for their turn at the sand table at school. Like it's activity time. And they're just like, let's go, let's go. I got a great idea for a mound. (laughs) I'm going to put a hole in it and then I'm going to put water in the mound. And then it's like a pool. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of rad though. You think, you know, like all the science fiction that we have, you know, and I'm sure this, some of this will still be true, but all the science fiction we have is, you know, you have these sort of 
Earth materials on other planets. Yeah. And I'm sure some of that will be true, but I love the idea of, you know, we built stuff on Earth out of wood and brick and shit because that was what was here. Yeah. And I love the idea of going to another planet. If you wanted to build a house, you just reached up into a brick tree and you plucked it. (laughs) That's right. You just had the bl- bricks were pl- plentiful. They were, they washed up on the shore or fell from trees at the end of, so at the, end of the day. After a hard day's work, you take a nice bite out of a brick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had Adobe, you know? Yeah. We premier. had Adobe just <laughs> the entire suite of Adobe <laughs> products. If you wanted Adobe creative suite, you just reached up in a tree and you plucked it. It was a magical time with abundance. <laughs> no, but I get what you're saying. Like every single place that we go to from now on, if we go to a, a, a planet, if we go to a moon, if we go to even a large asteroid to camp or whatever, we have a certain amount of materials that are natural to that space. Yeah. But we don't have every material that we want. There's some stuff that is obviously always going to have to travel with us, but there's some stuff that like, yeah, if we can just make a shelter out of the stuff that's there, well, that's the whole point of exploration. Like that's what you do. You need the idea to to reshape the space rather than bring in outside stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. And and of course there'll certainly be an amount of that, but to, to literally like arrive at a planet and reshape it using its own, you know, materials, even if those materials are spare, sparse and, and kind of, uh, you know, there's trash. not a lot of diversity. They're just trash, trash materials. Yeah. Anyway, I think this is cool. No, I think it's great. And, uh, I, I think it's really I can't amazing. Wait we have a smooth moon. I can't wait, dude. I can't wait until the moon's reflective. <laughs> I mean, I know it's already a little like pre-reflective. it's really it is i mean it's kind of like its whole thing is how reflective it is its whole thing is that it's like very reflective but imagine when it's like all reflective yeah yeah like differently reflective like the most reflective (laughs) anyway we're an award-winning science podcast and if you uh if you want to support us there are ways to do so um the biggest and best way that you can do so is just being here and listening thanks for doing that but uh number two tell your friends maybe tell your friends yeah tell your friends Tell your friends. Tell them about the smooth moon, and uh, tell them about all the stuff you've learned. Yeah, you've learned so <laughs> much. Um, but also, uh, a great way to support us is to uh, join the Patreon. Uh, there's a lot of great stuff that you get for just a dollar a month. You get access to the Discord, uh, which is where a bunch of people are hanging out and talking about all kinds of lovely stuff all the time. It's a great place to meet other concerned citizens and hang out. Uh, and Indeed. As you, and as you give a little more money, you get a little more, including uh, bonus episodes, bonus audio, video stuff, early episodes, all kinds of fun. Where do they do that? Get in there. Really, it is patreon.com slash we have concerns. That's yeah, what they do. It. That's right. That's what it is. That's what it is. I remember that. <laughs>